Hello, fabulous friends. Welcome to Tuesday if you're in the land of Oz. Welcome to Monday afternoon if you are pretty much anywhere else in the world. Uh, what an amazing, beautiful day. Just going to see who's coming on as while I'm doing that. Just going to share this with the rest of the people. I've been journaling about being shiny and I think, hey Jeremy, hope your coffee is going well. Your macadamia latte or almond latte or, oh no, you have the normal, you have normal milk, right? I feel like I need a, a nice strong how many people have had macadamia lattes? They are so good. So good, so good in your cereal. That's how you know an ad campaign is done really well when you can actually sing the jingle, right? Okay, so that's not what I want to say. I want to say this. Ba, ba, ba. Just sharing this over to my personal profile. I know some of you, I was chatting with... Um, someone yesterday and they're like, oh, I love it when you go live at nine because it's um, right after the kids get out of the car. <laughs> so the kids get out of the car, Nicola goes on and um, whoop, there it is. Okay, so happening now over on the page jeremy says coffee yes exactly all right so i've got that okay golly gosh waffle and womble and warble and dribble for a minute or so it was really lovely i went to well this bit wasn't lovely got up this morning hey nicole Got up this morning at um, 6 a.m. and went to the gym with my husband. And it's really interesting. We've had maybe about a, a week where we haven't been getting up as early as normal. And golly gosh, it was hard. I hadn't set my alarm. He did. And he's like, woke it up. He's like, babe, are we going to the gym? And I'm like, how are you feeling? Because yesterday he went to the gym for the first time in probably, oh, I don't know, maybe all four months or something. And so I was waiting for him to say, no, I'm too sore. And he's like, yeah, we're going. And I'm like, oh. So we did went to the gym. We've been for our walk. It's been, um, been a really good start to the morning. But golly, it's um, it's funny. Like even a week of like, oops, sorry about that. <laughs> even a week of kind of like slowing down the discipline of, of getting up so early. It's amazing how much of an impact it has actually around... Um, the expected sleeping and not to mention that it's particularly dark it's really yucky this is like reason number nine million five hundred and sixty three thousand four hundred and ninety one that we should move to the gold coast which is bright and sunny at 6 a.m and warm fyi all right, so let us get stuck in. I was just getting, giving um, some of you a chance to come and join us live. I know some of you will be watching the replay. So what I've decided to do, I over the last couple of years, I've done a regular kind of like Tuesday show, which has been visible live. Uh, we I called it Becoming Professionally Famous for a while. Um, there was some other thing. I can't remember what other ones I called. I think it was just maybe visible, I don't remember. But what I what I know 
has been really helpful. Number one for me, and then also in turn for you guys, is having like a regular thing that you can and that I can, you know, commit to, tune into and stuff like that. Something that is a little bit more structured. So these Tuesday morning ones are designed to be a little bit more of a this is what this is what you can learn this is what you can implement so it is somewhat more of a kind of like an action plan whereas the coffee runs even though we have coffee this morning the coffee runs are do tend to be a little bit more uh sort of like free flowing a bit more bite size pieces of hints tips and advice and stuff like that so what i wanted to talk with you about today is how we can become more like the whole point is about becoming more visible, feeling really strong in what it is that we're putting out there and using that to, well, you know, maybe obviously or not obviously, generate a return, create a connection with our audience and stuff like that. So what I wanted to talk to you about, talk to you about today is first and foremost, this kind of journey from having a dream about, well, you know, this is what I want to create. This is what I really want to do. This is a type of thing, like in, in your words, this is the goal that I have over the next year. Moving you from kind of like dreaming about that to actually rock starring it out, you know, really stepping into it, owning it, and then becoming iconic, making a splash, um, really being seen as someone in their industry who is an expert, who absolutely knows what they're doing, who has something to say and something to share. So the the way that this ties in with today is there's some really big correlations, direct correlations that we can draw upon. Hey, Ash, that we can draw upon in terms of like the music industry. So the, the examples that I'm going to be giving you today or the things that I want to be walking you through today are kind of lessons that, that I've noticed or, or correlations that I've noticed from people like Gwen Stefani, Taylor Swift, Madonna, Beyonce, these types of people. So there, if we look at their, like even Freddie Mercury, um, uh, oh gosh, who else I had uh, in my head the other day, uh, George Michael. So what a lot of musicians, like really well-known, famous music artists these days, they didn't start out with the brand and the profile and the presence that they have today, right? It's, you know, kind of obvious. They all had to start in the mailroom, so to speak. They had to start somewhere. Those people that I've talked about, these people that I've mentioned, they're also not like a TV, television manufactured artist. They haven't had that like slingshot into fame based on a television show. So the thing that they did is that they had to start with something. Right, so for you, the first step is you've just got to start with something. So this is a little bit like in 2010 when I started this business, it was kind of like, well, you know what? I don't know where the heck this is going to go. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know, like I've got these goals and dreams and somehow I just know that it's somehow going to work out, but I didn't really know what it would look like. And if somebody had told me back then that, you know, don't worry, Nicola, this is this is the path, this is how it's going to be, I would have had a whole lot less stress just quietly. But I guess it's like, we don't know what the future is going to hold. We don't know what it's going to look like in 12 months, two years, three years, five years time, even 10 years time. And so we've got to start with something. A lot of people get caught up in this, well, you know, I've got to have this 
perfect profile. I've got to have the perfect brand. I've got to have the perfect logo. I've got to have the perfect outfits. I've got to have the perfect backdrop. You know, I've got to have all of this in place and it stops them from actually starting. So you've, you've just got to start. You've just got to start where you're at. And the easiest way to do that I find is just to set yourself a goal, a goal, a, hey cat, really awesome to see you. Haven't seen you in ages. So it's like really important for you to go, okay, cool. You know, I just, I've got to do this and set yourself a time, make yourself publicly accountable. So part of the reason that I go live at nine or 11 every other day, except Tuesday is because I will not let you guys down. You know, whether you watch live or whether you watch a replay, I always make sure that I am on, you know, it's like, it's a discipline. It, it really helps me to actually show up. But the thing is, is like, you just set that time, whether it's a blog, whether it's a live stream, whether it's whatever the heck it is, set that time in there and then just deliver with what you've got now. And it's as simple as sitting your phone up on the thing, pressing go and you go, right? Start with something. The other thing a lot of people get kind of caught up in, it's like, oh, well, you know what, I might not, this is not kind of like the sound that I want yet. If we're looking at the musicians, it's not kind of where I need to be or where I want to be, but it's important, if nothing else, to just get started. The second step is about building profile, right? So the best way for you to be able to do that is by actually showing up, by creating content. So if we look back again to the musician analogy, you can see that they start pumping out singles. As soon as they get a little bit of airplay, there's another single, there's another single, there's another single. Billie Eilish is a great example of this at the moment. Um, I happen to love her music and she kind of sounds, I don't know if some of you will be old enough to remember, um, Portishead. So I'm pretty sure that was an English band. Uh, her, her stuff kind of sounds similar to that. I, re I really, really like it. So you'll see that she's like dropping stuff, dropping stuff, dropping stuff, dropping stuff. What typically happens then as well is that they get a little bit more airtime. They start being interviewed. I think the same thing happened with that girl that sounds a bit like Taylor Swift, Amy, Amy, someone, somebody might be able to, that's a bit bad, isn't it? Um, obviously not built profile very well because I can't think of a name. Um, Amy, someone, similar sort of tones to, to Taylor, uh, really awesome song earlier on in the year that was on the radio all the time. So being in people's faces, right? Releasing, 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 releasing. This is blog content. This is live streams. This is uh, articles. This is going up and, and putting posts up, putting photos up, doing just, you know, building profile. Get out there, get out, get, get out there, get out there, get out there. Give the people what they want. So if you know that your people are, are you know, really needing confidence, then give them as much as you can that helps them to be able to grow that and build that, solve their problems for them. And the next part is around building audience. Right, Amy Shark, yes, that's it, Katrina, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's like, not baby shark. Do, 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 do. I wonder how many times she gets that, probably all the time. It's quite unfortunate that those two things kind of happened at, the, at around the same time. Yeah, Amy Shark, I really like, I really love her sound. Uh, and it's funny because I was actually listening to a, or reading, um, might have been reading actually, an interview where they were talking about this overnight success and she's been working at this for 
Uh, I think she said maybe the last three years, not getting, you know, any airtime and this, that and the other, but just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So yeah, great. Thank you. It was driving me crazy. Hey, Myrna. <laughs> so build audience, right? And the best way for you to be able to build audience is not about going out and buying a bunch of likes, buying a bunch of fans, buying a bunch of followers. In fact, I would not, you know, I really, really, really would not do that. Um, strongly recommend that you do not do that. And the reason for that, the analogy that I like to talk about with that is if you imagine that you are a, you, let's say that you are a classic rock singer, right? And you've just got this amazing voice that really lends itself to kind of like 80s, 90s ballads and whatever. And you decide to go on tour and you roll up at, let's say, um, the MCG, and you left somebody else in charge of ticket sales. Now the promoter is going out and, and just giving away tens of thousands of free tickets. I think that stadium can seat maybe 70,000 people for a football game. So let's pretend that it's a 70,000 seat concert, right? Hey Leanne, so we've got this 70,000 seat stadium where all the tickets have been given away for free. And you roll up on stage, you do the sound check and you're all pumped and excited and the, your support band comes in and they kind of like warm up the crowd and do whatever and then they go and then you take the stage and you start singing and you start noticing that people are flooding out of the stadium because a lot of the, the tickets that the promoter gave away were to like uh, ABC classic music station. They gave free tickets to the opera station. They gave free tickets to, you know, right, something that is completely not classic rock, yeah? Uh, maybe it's like death metal, like the death metal uh, crowd, like they were given a slew of free tickets because they didn't realize what kind of music you were singing or what kind of music you were playing. And so all of a sudden, all of these people just start hemorrhaging out of the stadium. And you're sitting there thinking like, oh my God, it's me. Is it my voice? Is it my sound? Could they not hear me? What was going on? You know, they didn't get me. Ra, 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 ra. Could you imagine seeing an actual, like standing on stage and literally seeing people get up, pack up their stuff and just start moving out of the stadium? It would it would, it would have to come close to almost breaking you. I know it would me. I'd be like, oh my God, I'd be all up in my head, right? So I guess if we think about buying audience, buying fans a little bit like that, you can get the crowds there. But if you're not actually singing the music that they like or being original in the way that you're doing it and kind of tying in the stuff that they like with the stuff that you like, those people will just hemorrhage out of your, out of your um, likes bucket, your fans bucket, if you like. Um, and then you've gone and spent all of this money on getting them in for what? It, it's like, it's literally like rent a crowd, you know, where you're renting the people to come in and then they go, but for what purpose? So it's really important that you're able to, number one, just start, number two, build profile, number three, build and grow audience. But the, the audience growth will come as a as a natural result of you going through a new building profile, you getting out there and putting your content out there. Okay. The next piece of the of the overall puzzle is making sure that you're delivering value. So, and this is different for everybody. 
right? This is different based on you being the artist or the musician and the audience being your ideal audience. So to me, when I buy a ticket for pink, I know that the value that I get is not just showing up and watching the show it is also about the the performance that she puts on like the theater watching the the sets move and looking at everybody being in time like all of the backup singers and the backup dancers like all just being freaking on point with taylor taylor swift like i know that it's going to be a kind of it's a show you know she they they work the stage like madonna you're not going to, so for value for these types of people, it's not just about, and Gwen Stefani's the same, it's not just about getting up and standing on stage, having your microphone and, you know, blah, 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 singing into the mic, like it's an actual show. That is value to me. And I know, well, I assume that that's something that's valuable to them as well, putting on a show and creating an experience for your audience. Remember seeing uh, taking my daughters and a friend of theirs to go see Taylor Swift a few years ago for the um, I think it was the 1989 tour, and not in 1989, but the 1989 tour. And I remember the the support act was Vance Joy, and he just stood on that stage and sang into the microphone. You know, la 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 in his, you know, very Vance Joy, fabulous voice, great guy to listen to. But I was not like wowed by the performance. My my daughter, my youngest daughter actually talks about it often. She's like, oh, you know, Vance Joy and this, that and the other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't kind of like a show. So for him, and I mean, also he wasn't the main act, but I guess for the people who might've been there to see him sing as well, maybe that's what's valuable for them and that's what's valuable to him. So how you apply this into your marketing is you've got to be able to deliver value to your audience. Value in the way of entertaining, teaching, training, supporting, giving hints, tips of advice, helping them to achieve some kind of goal that they've got, some kind of, you, it might even be helping them discover what their dream is. I mean, how many of us forget to dream? I'm not even kidding. You know, how many of us get so caught up in the daily to and fro, the kids, the dishes, the cleaning, if you do that stuff, I try not to. Um, and the cooking, I try not to do that either. It's really boring. <laughs> there should always be somebody else doing that for me. I should never, ever have to do that. Um, you know, we get all caught up in, in the doing of all the things that sometimes we forget to actually dream. So maybe that's something that you help people do. You give them the space and the time to be able to dream about what their future is going to be and whatever, you know, whatever it is that you do. So value is what is, is different. It's a different currency for, for everybody. Right, so you've just got to make sure that you're delivering value. The value would be to, I imagine, like if you go and buy an album, so Pink released her latest album recently, and I think there's maybe 12, 13 songs on it. I don't know, I looked at it on Spotify. There's typically 12 or 13 songs on it, and if you're buying it and you're spending 25, I don't know how much a CD costs these days, um, maybe like $20 or $25 or however much it is, if you think about it, if you were going to spend that for just one song, you might be like, eh, maybe not so much. 
right? So it just, you know, you've got to think about what the value is for your people, right? And, and what you're giving. The next piece of the puzzle is that all of this works, right? There will come a time, and this is a beautiful lesson that is demonstrated by all of these artists that I've talked about, Madonna, Gwen Stefani, even Freddie Mercury, certainly George Michael, um, Lady Gaga, Madonna, uh, Taylor Swift even. You know, all of these people, they, they work these first one, two, three, first four points, right? Building, start with something, build profile, build, or build audience, deliver value. They work that. And they achieve some level of success and momentum. But then there comes a point where sometimes people can kind of go, and they either forget that you exist or, you know, they go and tune in to someone else or their music taste might change. It's really important to keep fresh. It's really important to understand when it comes time to reinvent. And this is really like what I love about how all of the, um, when you when you look at the artists that I've talked about, it's like they always sort of like they, they go through their thing and then as it starts to kind of get comfortable and normal and almost expected, particularly Madonna, they then go, let's up the ante and push the boundaries again right you know what else can we create how can we how can we create this next iteration and that again like if we think about your audience that really helps them to see value in what it is that you're doing again because they're like oh wow you know i hadn't thought about things this way so in in this you know really owning the rock star version of you and and creating content in that way and and things like that there will come a, a point in time where you need to reinvent yourself. It could just be a new hairstyle. It could be a new style. It could be uh, completely changing what you sell and what you deliver based on like the maturing of your voice, if you like the maturing of your sound, the, the maturing of your thinking and all of that kind of thing. And again, what do we do? Usually at that point, it's like, oh my God, what if they don't like me? What will my peers say? Uh, like, what will the promoters say if we're thinking about the music world? You know, are they, are they going to like it? What about all my, my stable of loyal fans? You know, what if I go and release this next album, this next sound, this next way of doing things, this next iteration of me? What if there's fallout? What if they don't buy? What if they don't like it? La, la, la. And it's at that point where you've kind of got to go, all right, that's enough now. Let's just put that over there. And we start right back at the start again. And that is just starting, right? You start with building the profile in this phase of reinvention. You start growing your audience again. And interestingly, what tends to happen, and this is this kind of talks into the fear around what will my peers say, what will the current audience say, and things like that you will have some like some natural attrition, right? There will be some people who are just like, you know what, mm -mm, I'm, I don't like this next iteration of you. I, it's not really gelling. It doesn't really kind of, not really vibing for me. And they'll just go off and toddle off and that's fine. They don't have to come on board. But what that does is it creates the space for 10 new people to kind of come in. Right, And then so you start building profile, you start building audience, you start delivering that value again, and then you keep working through that. So the thing that I would think about if I was you, and that I'd very strongly suggest and recommend that you do, 
Let's go, okay, cool. So let's just go start. Let's just start building my, start going out there, creating your content, putting your stuff out there, building your audience, delivering value. And think about it a little bit like you're releasing an album. Okay, so again, to look at Pink and, and Taylor's doing this right now. So Pink released a single earlier on in the year and then I think she released another one and then she's gone and released the album. Taylor's gone and released, uh, I don't know the name of it, but it's like, um, you can't spell awesome without me. <laughs> Not in tune and don't crucify me. I do need to go have singing lessons. Um, you're the only one of you and I'm the only one of me. Like it's just, it's that song that just gets stuck in your freaking head. So if we look at it, like right back from the country music, that she used to sing, like really kind of country stuff. It's, you know, she's gone through that evolution and reinvented, dropped a lot of that country stuff to, to convert like pretty much to pop. So this is what you need to do. Like think about it like your live streams or like perhaps to this quarter, it's where you're releasing your, your first single and you just need to keep talking about it. It's almost like doing the interviews about it, telling the story about it. How did you come up with it? How did you create it? Why did you create it? What instruments are in there? Where, how and why were you inspired to do this? What conversations did you have? You know, what blood, sweat and tears did you spend building this baby and all of that kind of thing, right? And then after a period of time, you'll then go and do the next one. You'll release the next single and then the next single. So this could be like a live stream a day. You know, it doesn't have to be spread out over an eight week marketing period. And then you might go, okay, so you know, this is this, this is this, this is this. Hey, do you wanna buy my album? Which is like, hey, I've put this program together or hey, I've written this book or hey, I've done whatever it is that you've done or come to my concert, right? Buy all the merch. So think about it in terms of that, and movie franchises do the same thing in terms of how they kind of pre-release stuff and, and get you all sort of like excited about what's to come. So that's pretty much our, our the, the episode for today. If you've got questions about this, please make sure you let me know. Um, the reason that I, interesting, like the reason that I called this season the awesome show is literally because everything that we're going to be talking about, not everything, most of the things that we're going to be talking about this season is definitely about being visible, right? It's definitely visible live. But the focus being really unleashing your own awesomeness, you getting you out there, you sharing your heart in a big way, sharing your thinking and ratcheting everything up a notch. I mean, if you think about it, if you can move the needle, turn that dial up just like one notch every day, bit like me weights training this morning. I've gone in and I'm like, oh my God, I hope nobody sees how light my weights are because they were not heavy. Let me give you the hot tip. And I'm just like, <laughs> doing what I was doing is like this chest fly. And I'm like, oh my God, like the weight nearly doesn't go any lighter. It's ridiculous. But when I go back and do it again, I'll put it up a notch and, you know, give that a whirl and see what happens. And then, you know, go up again and go up again and go up again. And eventually I will have arms like Jennifer Lopez. Well, that's the plan anyway. All right, everybody, have an amazing, amazing Tuesday. My name's Nicola. If you've got any questions about anything, make sure you reach out, let me know. 
We have got the Coffee Run Live happening tomorrow at 11 a.m. Wednesdays are typically Q&A days. So if you've got questions, message me, email me, comment below here. Super happy to answer anything that, that pops up for you and make sure that you're really clear and that you're, you're good to go. Otherwise, go get yourselves out there, have fun doing it, go help some people, be visible, change the world, and let everybody hear the music that's in you. All right, have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.